0: Welcome to Frankly Speaking with Mayor B. I'm Frank the III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we discuss MTV's groundbreaking semi reality show, <laughs> The Hills. Today we'll be discussing season four, episode five, Something Has to Change. Yep. Something does have to change. Yeah, really. <laughs>
1: So, we have a
0: lot of pre-episode stuff to cover. Frank does. I I sure do. Um, So, we have some house cleaning first. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to
1: go? Sure, because mine is very momentary. We just wanted to say a thank you to listener Liz, who left us a new review and called the podcast a fun walk down memory lane. But we were most excited because her review name, sort of a screen name you can put on your review, is Liz Loves Frank and Mare. And we love you, Liz. And you need to come out of the woodwork on like Instagram (laughs) or Twitter. Twitter. Let
0: us know who you are. Yeah, do it. Thank you properly.
1: Yes. So thank you for that. And we also have a few new star ratings and we really appreciate it as always. Always
0: guys. And for those of you who haven't star rated, um, go do it. It takes two seconds. um, Just when you listen to the podcast, it says, just click on a star rating. Yeah,
1: Give us one. Oddly enough, someone else's screen name was, I don't understand this. And I'm guessing iTunes is a big pain, so I'm really sorry.
0: <laughs> and, and again, I've given this disclaimer before. I'm an Android person, so I can't, I don't even know how iTunes works. So, yeah, I, that's my disclaimer. I should And be- it's a bummer, because on my podcast app, you can't rate anything. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts I love that I can't rate, and it's annoying. I think that, like, they should have some kind of platform that through, like, Stitcher... Or Podcast Republic, which is where I listen, that you should be able to rate. Yeah. So if you're listening, guys out yeah. there, Podcast <laughs> Republic or Stitcher, pay attention. <laughs> um, so let me, before I get to anything else, we're going to do a little Twitter. Do it. So our number one super fan, Heather Johnson, who is Gloom Cookie, um, Gloom Cookie is 0898. And um, Heather, you're going to have to let us know what the 0898 stands for. Like, Was that like a seminal day in your life? Like, August 1998, See, I, like, did something exciting happen? Or is birthday, birth month? Do you think she was born in 1998? I don't know. Oh my god, I'm 100. <laughs> I don't know. Heather, were you born in 1998? Because if <laughs> I'm 100, like, I'm I'm throwing myself off a cliff, like, tomorrow. Um, so she sent us a great heads up about how Spencer was going to be on the podcast, um, Adderall and Compliments. Um, I have not actually listened to it this yet, because I've been a little crazy, but I will get to it for sure. Um, and then, let me scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, Danielle. Ju-ju-ju-ju. I was too busy
1: listening to all of S-Town in a single day.
0: Oh, and then she informed us that Lauren's, uh, that Jason was on Kate Casey's podcast. Oh, Topic that's right. addiction and reality TV. And again, haven't gotten around listening, but I'm yeah. going to. I yep, will. I will for too. Sure. I just, I, like, it's been a little nuts for me. Um, and then, um, do, do, do. Heidi and Spencer. Okay, and then Taylor Anderson, um, who is at T Anderson eighty seven, um, who's also a super fan. Yes. Um, texted us. Don't know if I mentioned NYC Prep as a follow up show, but definitely do it. Like fucking love that idea. Like love PC more than life. Like very 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 into it. Very very good suggestion. And then we have a new tweeter, um, Lauren Trevino at Lauren Bailey nine. Um, who mentioned, I'm watching the episode with Jen Bunny's birthday. can't remember if y'all mentioned it in this episode, but the sheep rat is there. And I couldn't remember if we mentioned it either. Wow. I don't think we did. The 21st birthday? Yeah. I, miss, I mean, that's the only Jen's Bunny birthday we've seen. Oh, well, I'm going to go back. I told her she had a very good eye. Yeah. So thank you, Lauren.
1: If there's a screen grab, send that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you get a screen grab of yeah. it, yeah. And then um, Heather Gloom Cookie again um, texted us an amazing like art uh, GIF of Lauren. I guess GIFs move, right? So it's a meme. Yeah. Um, of <laughs> which we're gonna, which is so relevant to this episode. It is. It happens. Yep. With um, Lauren and the black mascara tear, and I kind of want like a giant one for my wall. Like I want to make it into actual art.
1: T-shirts. That yeah, you saw t- it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, of we did. did. It's
0: it amazing. So, thank you so much for that, Heather. Um, let me keep going. Was that it? Yeah. So that's all I have for Twitter. Wonderful. Um, so that's all for house cleaning with um, house cleaning with Twitter. Okay. Now I have some personal house cleaning. Let's do it. So you guys, I'm done with Whole Thirty. <laughs> I can't um, wait for this. <laughs> today is uh, the third of April. Uh huh. I finished on the 31st of March, so, like, my first real day of eating was the 1st of April. Um, didn't go that crazy on the 1st, um, yesterday, however, though, I did <laughs> go to lunch and had Suicide Curry at Nushi. Okay. Which, I didn't realize Nushi and Spices were in the same place, because I love the Suicide curry at, curry at Spices, but they're the same. So. Oh, okay. So, super yummy. Then I came home and had, um, I ordered a burger, and, um, a piece of, um, chocolate peanut butter cake. Okay. Now, <laughs> this apparently... Oh, and also, P.S., only lost three motherfucking pounds after a month. Although I have been able to make my belt loop one tighter, which is usually 10 pounds. I've been working out like a demon, so I'm hoping that, like, that's its muscle. But still, fuck you, body. Fuck you. Three pounds. Like, I didn't yeah. eat shit for 31 days. Your skin looks great though. Thanks. I think it's my dermatologist though. I think it's nothing to do with my diet. Yeah, dude. Fucking I hate <laughs> yeah. my body. I hate my fucking body. I'm sorry. Fucking I'm sorry. sucks. Um, so so I eat the chocolate cake, eat all this, eat all the things. Um, did drink a lot this weekend too. Drinking right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> like really trying to get the fuck out. Smoked a shit ton of cigarettes. It was amazing. Good for you. So um, <laughs> last night, go to bed at like 8 30. After my burger and cake, which is very early for me because I was exhausted. Right. I had a big weekend. Yeah. Um, wake up at two o'clock in the morning with literally the worst heartburn I've ever had, like was choking on my own bile, thought I was gonna die. Oof. And know from the past that if you're having that problem you don't have an acids, you can have baking soda. So I was with water, you just mix it up like in okay. eight ounces of water. So <laughs> I um Thought in my half asleep delusional state that it was a tablespoon of baking soda. It's actually, I looked it up later, it's a teaspoon of baking soda. So I dissolved a tablespoon of baking soda in probably four ounces of water, gulped it down, and then um, exploded like a child's fifth grade volcano project. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know how, like, I like, was the <laughs> scariest moment of my life. So I drank it down. It was down. like Mentos in a Coke? Yes. So I drank <laughs> it down. Immediately, my entire stomach expanded like someone had blown it up with a tire pump. I've never had that happen. Like, it was terrifying. Like, I thought my belly button was going to come out. Like, I've never been in more pain. I was rolling around in the bed, and I really wanted to, like, burp or something, but it wouldn't happen. The next thing (laughs) you know... (laughs) Chocolate cake and liquid is spewing out of my mouth hole like a volcano. Oh
1: my God.
0: Like shooting (laughs) out of the top of my face like a volcano. I was literally like a volcano (laughs) of chocolate cake. It was terrifying. Terrifying. Well, there you go. Don't do that. Don't. Cautionary tale. Um, Do not gunk a bunch of baking soda if you are not. the. And then I went (laughs) down like a Google rabbit hole, like what's going on. And apparently someone actually ruptured their stomach doing this. Okay. Like their stomach exploded. Oh. So just a heads up. Don't do that. Needless to say, I've eaten nothing today because um, food is not my friend. Yeah. And I'm going right back to eating healthy. Okay. But um, yeah, that's how Whole30 ended with me. <laughs> Literally with a bang. Literally a bang.
1: <laughs> oh God. Okay.
0: It's amazing it didn't get on the ceiling. Yeah. Like, and Mer can tell you, I have very high ceilings. Like that's what was happening. Yeah. My bathroom looks like a crime scene. So
1: it's funny. One time I did the master cleanse because of this one friend who convinced me to do it. And I did it for a day and then they say that you're supposed to drink like a really high volume of salt water uh-huh. to do the flush. So it's really hard to pound drink salt water. Yeah. So I just like I put it down as fast as possible and then nothing happened. There was no cleansing. There was no trips to the bathroom. I just laid on my couch seething in pain full of a gallon of hot salt yeah, water. Terrible. Yep.
0: This was, like, if you, I pushed on my stomach at one point, it was rock hard. Oh, no, Like, no, I've no. never been that, like, ex- I was like a fucking Macy's day float. Like, it was terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Thank God. But, yes, that's what I was like. She's putting <laughs> her arms out and floating. I was like a day marshmallow man, you guys. It was not cool. Oh. Like, not cool at all. Um, my other, bi- and I wasn't, I hadn't drank anything either. I wasn't even drunk. Like, I had drank nothing yesterday. Um, my other big news, and I have to come a little clean, I almost came clean to this about the Emotional Broken Psychos page, but I wanted to, like, break it here first. I may break it there, too. So, I have (laughs) met someone and have started dating. Um, it's been a little bit of a conundrum because he's a personal trainer and a yoga instructor. So, yeah. A little hard with my body (laughs) type. I mean, not that I'm fat or anything, but, like, still. Yeah. Um, but the, um, big news is that he is also a brony, Oh. Do you know what that is? Yeah, the My Little Pony enthusiast. Yeah. Okay. It's a little hard to take. Okay. Dealing with it still. Slowly but surely.
1: But how... Like, how big of a brony?
0: Well, on our first date, he was, he's was he got... He's covered in tattoos, which I like. And yeah. he was showing me his tattoos, and, like... Like, he's got a lot of Star Wars. He's a big nerd. Like, got a lot of Star okay. Wars yeah. tattoos. Like, all of that. And on his, like, ankle, he's got this little... It's, like, clouds and, like, a rainbow on a star. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, oh that's um Twilight Sparkle and I'm like that's my little pony right <laughs> and he's like yeah and I'm like so you're a brony and he's like no 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 I wouldn't call myself a brony and I'm like well but have you been to the convention and he was like yeah I'm like you're a fucking brony then oh like, don't yeah don't even like try to perpetrate and he's like no 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 I wouldn't say I'm like no you're a brony and I'm like in P.S. you are taking me to that conference I'm like I will keep my thoughts to myself but I'm going to be internally hysterically laughing Then... I think we found our first excuse to buy field recording equipment. Oh, totally. (laughs) So, then, the first time I stayed at his house, like, his house is full of, like, nerd paraphernalia. So, there's, like, Tron stuff and Star Wars stuff. You kind of have
1: that in common a little, though. Oh,
0: totally. Like, he's got all the, like, little, like, knick-knacky things I have. Yeah. But, wake up in the morning, turn to the right, and what do I see? And I meant to take a picture of it. Like... 30 my little pony like not the ponies but the little like plasticky like they're like two inches high okay so like like a whole bunch of them yeah he's a brownie i'm dating a brownie
1: yeah you are i am i'm okay with it and he's a vegan i'm okay with that too Vegan food can be really delicious. You know I think that. I don't believe in actually being a vegan personally for me, but I do eat vegan a lot. It has been so far, and actually on Saturday, which is... And I would love to date someone who, like, loves to work out and eat healthy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that part is great. And by date, I mean be married (laughs) too.
0: Um... And the first, uh, my first cheat, actually, was Saturday, because we were, we had been, we were on a date, and so Pete's Pizza, for those of you in D.C., has a vegan pizza. Yeah. And that's what he, we ordered the houses we had. And by the way, they have a fried eggplant they put on it that he's just like bacon, it was delicious. Yeah. But, yeah, that was my first cheat. Oh,
1: God, that sounds really That good.
0: did not cause me to explode, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: It but was it's good.
1: exciting that you're dating, and he likes memorabilia as much as you do.
0: But, here's the problem, you guys. <laughs> I happened to say something about the Kardashians, and he was like, that's the reason... He's like, that's one of the problems today. He's like, more people watch the Kardashians than watch the debates, and that's why the election ended up the way it did. And we got in a very heated fight, (laughs) because I was like, first of all, reality TV (laughs) is my life, and the debates suck my dick. They're so boring. And secondly, like, most Kardashian fans are anti-Trump, so go fuck yourself. Um, So he's not a fan of... He he does like RuPaul's Drag Race, but... um, I will bring him around. You will. If I can force myself to watch Japaname, he can force himself to watch reality
1: television. Right. Well, and I'm also, I'm, I'm against him on that because I don't watch the Kardashians, but I do love reality television. Yeah. And I'm very politically inclined. I always vote. I encourage other people to vote. I listen to Pod Save America and NPR and all these things and try and stay informed. I did not watch a single debate.
0: Well, and all I of our stomachers out there who happen to be, I know a lot of you are in some of the other Facebook groups. Like I'm in a ton. Like I'm yeah. in the liberal aliens, the crime fighting aliens, like emotionally broken psychos, all of that. You guys know who are in their groups. Like we're all team Trump. Like no one you mean- is. I'm sorry. Whoops. <laughs> Apparently a little too much. Uh, <laughs> Put team, that thing down, team, flip it and reverse it. Team anti-Trump. We're all, you know, we're all, we were all team Hillary Biden, whatever. Like, so he's wrong and I will convert him about this.
1: You. There you go. New yeah. mission. Yeah, new mission.
0: Um, so that's my exciting house cleaning um, dating <laughs> a brony, turned myself into a human volcano.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Could have been summed up really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, he's allowed to come watch an episode with us and record if he makes us vegan meals.
0: Oh, he will. There he's we go. He's dying to cook for me. Okay. He got real annoyed with me because he wouldn't let me make him, he wouldn't let Is me cook. Is he make him your trainer? Eggs no okay he's not my trainer that's the other fucking conundrum I still have and I hate my trainer you guys I fucking hate him he sucks <laughs> a dick he's the worst trainer ever and I've had a ton of good trainers I still have <laughs> 14 sessions left with him and now I'm dating someone who would train me for fucking free of course so annoying
1: mm. well now he's waiting
0: in the wings though Totally. Totes and goats.
1: All right. Let's dive into... Something has to change. Yep. No ellipsis again. I know. I think they're done with the ellipsis. I know. We'll have to keep our eye out for it. So we opened the episode at... Well, do you have any notes about the recap real quick?
0: I just put Vegas recap. I mean, they really just recapped everything that happened the day before. Yeah. And
1: Lauren actually didn't mislead us on any front this time. Nope. <laughs> so we opened the episode and we are in Vegas. And we are in the boys' penthouse at the Venetian, mm-hmm. and Lauren, Lowe, and Stephanie are going through the yellow book. Haven't seen a yellow book in a long time. They call it called yellow pages. Oh, yeah. Is that like a Massachusetts thing? to call it the yellow book? I don't know. I mean I'm from New Hampshire, not Massachusetts, but I don't know.
0: Same diff, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in New England. Um, I don't know. My notes... I always called it the yellow book. Okay, whatever. I mean yellow pages. <laughs>
1: I'm drunk. Yeah. It happens fast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're going through the fucking phone book, and they're trying to call jails and bail bondsmen. Now, this
0: is where I am team, I can't remember who said it, but Lauren keeps calling it the bail bond store. Yeah. And I've always called it the bail bondsman, because I've had a shady past, and I've met a lot of people who got fucking <laughs> arrested. And someone, who said it? Was low. it low? Was like, the bail bond store. That's not what it's called. And Lauren's like, it says right here, the bail bond store. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm with low. It's the bail bondsman.
1: <laughs> well, and also I so I wrote this down. They're trying to figure out where the boys are, and they've called all these different jails, and they're like, "Why are they even in jail?" And Stephanie says, "That's what boys do. Maybe guys, you date Stephanie,
0: <laughs> and that's what I said too. Like when do like I know plenty of girls that went
1: to jail. Like, well, I don't... and how many guys have you dated that you had to call bail bondsman for Stephanie? Maybe that's a sign about you. Let's not judge. I've been down that road. <laughs> So then, all of a sudden, Frankie walks through the door with Brody and Doug in tow, who still seemed drunk, which was funny. And I wish they had told us the timeline because we know that Frankie came down at nine a.m. They said they were there for five hours, so I'm guessing it's early afternoon. Okay, yeah. So the boys were in the casino jail, which I put anticlimactic. Like, yeah. First of all, and it didn't
0: even seem like that seems they were more like an office. <sighs> Casino jail arrested. They were there because they were pressing charges on the other guy. Yeah. Like they weren't in any trouble. Right.
1: So they basically got into a scuff with a guy who was trying to lure them to a party and they weren't interested. Yeah,
0: so Doug said that, like, they were walking and, like, some guy was like, hey, man, we got some, like, hot ladies, let's turn it up! And <laughs> Brody and Doug were like, no, 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 no good, we're like going, I, I like to reenact. I know, it's like, good. Like, no, 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 man, no, no, we're, we're going to bed, we're going to bed. And they're like, oh, what, you're too good to party with us? Like, what's your problem, man? And then like sucker punch Doug in the chest, yeah, which is interesting because when I hear punched, I think in the face, yeah, like a chest punch is like whatevs. Um, and then Doug, I guess they didn't see what happened. I guess did they get like the casino police or I don't know sedate him? I don't know. Whatever they went to
1: file a report.
0: Yeah, so it was very anticlimactic. It's of like, what course,
1: else? Lauren just looks at but, them and says, "I hope he was worth it." And they said, that, "No, he was." But he did was- you
0: hear that? Didn't Doug call Brody Bloody Mary?
1: No, I don't know. At some
0: point he said, I thought he said, "Mm, Bloody Mary here. I don't know what that means, but he said it. It was either Bloody Mary or Bloody Brody. I don't know, but it was weird. I don't know what that means. I got nothing.
1: Lauren just looks them up and down and says, idiots. Yeah, agreed. Yep. So then our next scene, we are still in Vegas, and this is everybody walking through the casino towards the cab stand outside, and they're getting ready to leave. Hop in their SUVs. Yep. And... You see Adrina and Justin walking, but not with everybody else, but they meet up outside the cab stand. and Audrina says, "Lauren, we need to talk." And Lauren just says, "I'll see you at home to build up tension." And that's that.
0: Well, and she just says, we we need to talk, but I know now isn't the right time.
1: Yeah, really, Adrina,
0: like right before you're about to depart for the airport, yeah,
1: not great. But okay, <laughs> with the 30 seconds we have while this cab is parked yeah. here, yeah. So then we go to Shea Ambien, and we watched this on Frank's TV through, I think it's Daily Motion, the site is what it's called. Yeah,
0: I illegally stream things, so.
1: Well, and I often watch it at home when I want to screen grab something for Instagram, but the aspect ratio is really off, and it's really zoomed in. So this scene opened up with a giant shot of Uh, Holly's Holly's
0: toes. I put, no one needs to see Holly's toes.
1: I, I just don't. I don't, I I appreciate she had a pedicure whatever, but no. She didn't have a pedicure. She was giving herself a pedicure. Whatever. It was still just, it was wrong. So Spencer comes home. Holly's giving herself a pedicure on their coffee table. And he asks her what she's been doing with her day. She says, I've been looking for a job and an apartment. He said, oh yeah, you've been doing that from the couch. And I put like, where else do you do that?
0: Like, yeah. you go on the internet, you look at Craigslist, like, you look up apartment buildings, you look for job listings online, like, that's where you do that. Yeah. That's how you line up interviews, like, that, what and the And Spencer
1: fu- does everything from his couch.
0: Who is he to judge? For reals. <laughs> for reals.
1: So, he said that he talked to Heidi, and Holly throws a little shade and says, well, I'm glad that you guys are communicating.
0: <laughs> I like it. But see, I don't even think that was shade. Like Holly is so like strawberry shortcake, little miss innocent. I think she genuinely meant it. I think it was her version. Like if Spencer had said it, that would be shady. Like if you'd be like a glad girl, but I think for her, it wasn't shade. I think she's just like, so like sister Mary sunshine that she meant like, Oh, I'm glad you guys are communicating.
1: Yeah. So then they get into this very odd transition where Holly ends up saying, so Heidi wants me to move out. And he said, we both do, straight up, which is really rude. And it escalates quickly. And Holly stands up and says, fine, I'm out right now.
0: And um, where are you going, Halls? Oh, this was my other thing about Halls that um, shocked me when she said she was out right now. When the fuck did she get a Chanel? I know. I'm hoping that was Heidi's. Maybe, but, like, uh, she might have borrowed it, but, like, the fuck, Crested Butte? She ain't got Chanel money. Yeah. She threw a huge... Darlene didn't buy her a Chanel. No. She threw on a huge Chanel bag over her shoulder. I mean, that was, like, an $8,000 bag minimum. Yeah. Minimum. It
1: was a big one. I know. I thought the same thing. So then... We go to People's Revolution, and Lauren shows up at work, and she's actually wearing a buffalo plaid turquoise and black tunic.
0: Allegedly straight from Vegas, but I don't believe it.
1: No, she looked too put together.
0: Yeah. And that's not what she was wearing. And I'm just going to start calling her Snooky now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we all know. She looks a little Snookified when she showed up.
1: Yeah, her- Like a little
0: hungover and miserable. Yeah, yeah
1: her mustache was showing again, too. Yeah. I wonder if she has that thing where people who are on birth control get, like, discoloration on their upper lip. Oh, maybe, yeah. It's very possible. I know a few people that have that, and that really sucks. But if you need to be on birth control, you've got to be on birth control, so. Just
0: get one of those cups. Oh, that's for your period.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A diva cup? A diva cup, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't do
0: it. That just showed up in my Facebook feed the other day on her ads. Like, I would need a diva cup. It's probably, it's. I think Facebook thinks I'm a woman, y'all. Yeah, it
1: does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so Lauren shows up at People's Revolution, and Whitney basically tells her she looks like shit a little bit. She's like, You look kind of stressed out. And Lauren says, I'm just stressing on Audrina. We need to talk. Like, this is really the biggest crisis in Lauren's life right now is that she and Audrina aren't speaking for a couple days. Get a grip. Well,
0: I will. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Of course. And I know this is not real life. (laughs) None of this was actually happening. But, I mean, if you have been in a bad roommate situation, especially where it's someone that you, like, previously were really buddy-buddy with, it is stressful. Like, it sucks. Like, to have to... But, again, they don't even live in the same house, so...
1: But also, if it were that big a stress, they do live on the same property and they should have solved it by now. Yeah, for reals. Like... The correct response would have been like, I'll be home at this hour and I have to go to work. Can we make an hour before I leave? You know? But have you ever lived in a stressful roommate situation? Ish.
0: I have a couple times. And you do tend to let it like fester and boil, bubble up until it comes to a head and then you resolve it. So that time period is stressful.
1: Fair enough. She's laying it on thick. Though. I'm trying
0: to pretend like the show is real. I know.
1: Right. But then Whitney says they need to style some jeans for the Dylan George show. They need to rough them up and make, make them, them more, more vintage Yeah.
0: What the fuck is that? I don't know. And honestly, if you were using, like, so say if I was a designer and you were using my clothes in a show, like, I would want you to use them as I made them, not like have you distress them for me. Like, that seems weird.
1: It doesn't seem like their job to do.
0: No, it seems like it's the designer's job to do. Yeah. And why wouldn't they just make them? Like, if I'm sorry, if I'm buying your expensive designer jeans and then I have to take them home and distress them myself, there's a problem.
1: Yeah, I didn't get that. So then we go to what's the name of this restaurant?
0: I'm pronouncing it Gian, Jian.
1: Jian, J I A N. Okay, great. Jian, Jian? Yan! yan, <laughs> yan. Frank's on fire today (laughs) and Justin and Adrina are having dinner and it's some kind of like Asian-y not like a Benihana
0: per se but they were definitely like cooking dumplings themselves on a hibachi on the table oh there was like a round grill in the middle of the table where they were like turning dumplings Korean barbecue maybe
1: maybe yeah okay so they are recapping their trip to Vegas, and they point out that it was really catty and one of their least favorite trips to Vegas, which was accurate to me, Agreed. and I, I agree with them. And Justin sort of plays the role of Brody in this episode and says, you know, if pe- if you have people in your life that, you know, act that way around you and treat you like that, kick them the fuck out. Yeah. not Not wrong. And so... Audrina talks about her relationship with Lauren and says that it's a really sticky situation, but she thinks it's worth one last shot to talk to Lauren and and figure it out. And Audrina said, or Justin says, I don't disagree with you, but I don't want you to get hurt.
0: And I just wrote, Justin Bobby is being amazing, and I
1: just want him to call me dude, because it was, like, the sexiest thing ever. He looks real good. Real good. I like him with this shorter, yet grown-out and shaggy hair. Yeah. Still short, but a little rough. Yeah. I I, like it. I like it a lot. He was actually... And he was forming full sentences. Yeah. And speaking like a human being. Yep. Agreed. Liked it. So then we go back to People's Revolution, and... Both the girls are wearing different shades of turquoise and teal. They so sort it's a of... totally
0: different day. Yeah. It's whatever. But
1: they match in a weird way. Yeah. Different day. And Lauren gets a text from Audrina, again, that they need to talk. And they're still talking about this Dylan George event.
0: And the Dil- my favorite is the Dylan George event. It's an area. And um, Kelly tells them where it is. And I wrote, like, they really need to know where it is. Like I They're know. not fucking an area all the goddamn time.
1: Lauren sleeps under tables there all the time. Yeah. And Kelly tells them that the event will be combined with Interscope Records because they're launching this new girl of theirs called Lady Gaga. And Whitney's going to style her. Love it. I didn't realize these episodes were the same ones. I remember- I didn't either. I remembered Lady Gaga was on the hills, but I forgot that it was this episode. Yeah, me neither. I know. 2008. It was glorious. 2008. So long. It took her a long time to get famous. I guess so, yeah. So, then we go to Shea Ambian, and... We both audibly gasp when this oh, happens, and I'll let you say what it is. No, you do it. Okay. So, <laughs>
0: Heidi walks into the apartment, and, and normally... looking for Holly. Yeah, and looking for Holly. And normally when we see the apartment, it's a tight shot. We see living room, kitchen, bedroom. All of that, if you're facing the screen, is to the left. This time, wider shot, we see there's a little bit of a hallway to the right of the screen... And that must be where the second bedroom is because she looks in for Holly. It's behind the TV all of a sudden. So if you're walking into the apartment to the left, but if we're looking to the right. But yeah, shocking.
1: Okay, here's my other question. Is this the same apartment? Because... I don't know, maybe. Not. Well, so here's the reason I question it. The episode where Heidi and Spencer supposedly break up and he collects his things... And they're talking about dividing the TVs. And she says, no, I bought the 50 inch. You bought the 44 inch or whatever. He's kneeling right there beside the TV, getting his books from the bookcase.
0: True. And also, you know what? I think that when they graffitied the underneath island in the kitchen was much wider. Yeah. Like that little part under the kitchen island was like now it's pretty small. Yeah. So maybe it is a second apartment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they just painted it and moved things to look the same. So when we hear this thing about how,
0: like, they were living or they were filming in Holly's apartment, because that's one of the rumors about this, or, like, facts, I think. Do we think this is Holly's apartment or apartment one was Holly's apartment and this was their real apartment?
1: I have no idea.
0: It's a head scratcher.
1: Yeah. So I think what I'll try to do is go back a few seasons, get a screen grab, and then get a screen side grab. Side by side, yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure that, like... We've never seen that hallway before, and you and I don't miss things like that. No, and I'm pretty sure that Kitchen Island
0: thing was... And what didn't the TV also used to be to the left of the screen? What do you mean? Like, if we're facing the apartment from the TV, I feel like the TV was on the left-hand side before and not the right-hand side, and now the TV is on the right-hand side. I don't know. But we'll look and see. But you're right. That's a good call. Yeah. I think it's a different apartment.
1: Yeah. Because I think all... It's so nondescript, right? They have two couches, a coffee table. They probably threw up the same paint color and just moved in the video games. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. That also would explain... Because remember how I was,
0: like, confounded because before it was three video games and the fish tank... And then the bedroom door. Yeah. And now it's three video games and then the bedroom door with not enough room. Yes. The other apartment probably was bigger between yes. the wall and the apartment door. Uh, the bedroom door. I think so. Makes sense. Yep. Good detective work. High
1: five. Woo! <laughs> Nothing gets by us. I'm drunk, y'all. <laughs> I'm on my second day of a hangover, so I won't be joining Frank today. Mm. Flying solo. So, it's still funny. It's fine. So, Heidi is looking for Holly and Spencer is pretending he doesn't know that he kicked Holly out. (laughs) And she, Heidi says, did you say anything to her? And he says, I may have told her something about moving out. And Heidi says, do you ever think about anyone other than yourself? And she said, she probably hates me now. And Spencer just says, no, you're not the bad guy.
0: Um, I have a couple different notes. My favorite is that they were talking about talking on the phone, and Spencer says maybe she was in a tunnel. Yeah. Um, and that makes me laugh because um, one of my favorite things in the world is Sandra Bernhardt's live show, Without You, I'm Nothing, the movie she made, and someone shows up late. And she's like, why were you late? And they're like, we were in the tunnel. And she's like, you were in a tunnel? I'm sure you were. Whose tunnel were you in? <laughs> <laughs> Which reminded me of that. And then the other thing I liked was that um, Spencer said, well, you haven't seen her in days, but I've been around her for 48 hours straight. And I'm like, who the fuck's fault is that, jobless fucker? Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of your apartment.
1: Also, 48 hours in, by way of a house guest, that's not that bad.
0: And where was Heidi for those 48 hours? Spencer, you just sleeping alone in the bedroom while Holly's in the other room yeah. and Heidi's out for two yeah. days? Like,
1: fuck you. dum dum dumb. And. So, Heidi also says that she's been calling Holly all day. And he says, well, sometimes I go places where I don't have service for five hours. Where? Um,
0: I also have a note about this. This has nothing to do with anything. But Heidi then leaves in a huff to go into the bedroom. And I noticed that she has all motherfucking plastic hangers. Motherfuckers. I, almost 20 years ago, upgraded to all wooden hangers. Like, if you were buying... And I don't have, like, Mugler, Gucci, whatever the fuck clothing... Like, if you have high end fucking fancy clothing and you get rid of your white fucking plastic hangers, get some motherfucking wooden hangers, fuck you. Fuck you. Uh,
1: I'm a hanger garbage person, so. What do you mean you're a hanger garbage person? You use wire hangers? Uh, no, I got rid of all of those. But I have plastic hangers. I don't have any nice, super nice stuff. I have some extra wooden hangers, I'll give them too. I'm cool. Maybe for your birthday.
0: <laughs> I'm good. I don't but that. you don't have, like, $1,000 designer clothes no, I like don't. that. But everyone should have wooden hangers. I'm mm-hmm. going to buy you some. Guys, I'm going to start a GoFundMe.
1: I felt, so B honestly, can have I felt fancy when I upgraded to, like, all matching hangers, at least. We're going to look at my closet in between episodes so you can see what's happening. <laughs> also, Heidi looks really pretty in this scene, by the way. She does, yeah. Her, Her hair looks really is wavy, and she sort of has it half up, half down. But she looks very pretty. She does look very pretty. It's 70s realness a little bit giving it giving it yep so then we go to the castle and the cunt castle yeah and lauren and lo are talking in lo's bedroom about how it was a weird trip to vegas and it was really weird how the next day everybody was missing because the boys were in jail and audrina was nowhere to be found and lo says i only want good things for audrina but something has to change. This is getting really awkward, and I, I don't understand what's happening. And Lauren is already sad that she's lost another friend.
0: Well, Lauren says, how can I feel better if I've lost another friend? And yeah. to that I say, all your fault, Lauren. Like, you don't lose a million friends unless it's partially your fault. Yeah. It's your fault you lost Heidi because you couldn't accept her boyfriend, and it's your false fault you lost Adrena. Because you're a cunt. And that's why you live in the cunt castle.
1: Yeah. So this is also where I noticed they cut the scene and to build tension on the hills, and they've been doing it for a while, and for some reason it just occurred to me to talk about it today, is they play this outro music from the Black Eyed Peas. Which I was surprised to shocked Meredith, because... They've been doing it for a long time. Since
0: season one. Yeah. Like, the, the intro and outro music is, don't break my heart, no, 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 like that, like... It hasn't been since season one, though, because that song didn't come out for a while. Well, for a long time. Yeah. And I only know this because when I was King of the Hills, and still am King of the Hills, I guess, um, (laughs) I did not realize that was a Black Eyed Peas song. And I was at work one day, and it started, and I'm like... Oh my God, I'm in the hills. Like I started looking around and then the song actually started and I'm like, oh, it's the Black Eyed Peas. Like I never put two and two together before.
1: I only noticed it because they did it in the scene with Audrina and Justin and then with this one. So it was too close together and it's really getting on my nerves now. Um, in uh,
0: Spencer's interview with Malls on Emotionally Broken Psychos, he actually mentioned it. He makes a, like a comment about like Black Eyed Peas and like makes it. i like, to go back and catch he that. He makes a comment about it. Interesting. Which stood out to me because of this.
1: Yeah, no, I missed it. Anyway. So then we go to Area, which is so fun. We haven't been to Area forever. I know it was super fun, and Lauren um, is steaming clothing for yeah. this Dylan George show, and Lady Gaga we find out is getting dressed in the back room, and can we talk for a minute though?
0: Whitney didn't pick that outfit out. No, she no. picked it out. Lady Gaga picked it out. Like, yeah, Whitney did not pick a, a head to toe pleather catsuit. No, or latex vinyl. Yeah, cat suit, latex, whatever.
1: Yeah, nope. So then Lauren says that she has a stomachache because she's she's sick. She hasn't talked to Audrina yet. Come on.
0: I mean, it's not like she had a bunch of fucking baking soda.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then Lady Gaga emerges wearing this amazing catsuit. Yeah, like it's a black vinyl catsuit with some like red accents. It's hot yeah. as shit.
1: And she looks like a baby. She, she does. Shows, she's young. What did
0: you call her? Because it was adorable. Say baby Gaga. Baby Gaga. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and... So, what I like about this, too, is that she looks relatively normal for her. She's just zipping up this catsuit, and her hair is down blonde with bangs. Oh, there's a wig. Yeah, but... Yeah. Well, not- she's got the thing on her face. Right. She's got the, like, lightning bolt thing on her face. And then you see she's got this giant, like, cane with, like, a bejeweled thing on top. And then before they send her out on stage, she's also got like the headdress and some really fly sunglasses. She does go pretty Gaga. Um, have I, this is sidebar, but have I ever told you about the time I met Lady Gaga? No.
0: Okay. So I can show you my, we'll have to put it on Instagram. I'll take a picture. We always say so we don't do it. Okay. I have her autograph on a ticket back there. So, um, because a lot of my friends, not anymore, but used to work and run the 930 Club, which owns, um, uh, DAR, yeah. Constitution Hall. Lady Gaga was performing and they needed someone come to work the meet and greet for the Lady Gaga show. This was like in 2012. It okay. was a long time ago. Yeah. So my friend Keisha asked me, I'm like, sure, fucking I'll I'll do it. So like I set up the meet and greet and like got everybody ready. Well, so after the con and like I got amazing like front row tickets for free. It was awesome. And I barely knew Lady Gaga at that point. It was just yeah. like whatever. But she won me over because her show was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I obviously got to meet her because I was working the meet and greet. She was fucked up out of her gourd, which I appreciate. Of course. Was wearing these, like, amazing high heels, had, like, a white, like, sea wig almost. Like, very severe blonde bangs, blonde bob wig, big sunglasses. Um, everyone had to wait over an hour and a half after the show to her, for her to show up. They were freaking out about it, getting pissed. She comes down the stairs, had to be held on either side by two gentlemen because she would not have made it because <laughs> she was so fucked up. Um, then she's doing the meet and greet, and this is what made me, like, love her forever. Some very rich, like, Chevy Chase woman brought her two small children, who were, I'd say around 10, 11. Okay. And it's their turn, and I have to stand next to her, like, while this is going on. And they bring her up to the stage, and she's like, they're like, oh, these are my daughters, blah, 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 blah." And I'm sure these people, I don't know how much they pay for the meet and greet, but it was a lot. Yeah. And Lady Gaga is gracious and amazing to the children. Yeah. Then motions the mother over and says... It is wildly inappropriate for you to have brought your children to my show. It is not appropriate for children this age. There's a lot of <laughs> sex and bad language. And you shouldn't have done that. Wow. And I was like, love her. Like, love her. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, she's got a conscience and she's, and she was very gracious to me and she signed my ticket. I have it. We'll take a picture and we'll show it. But okay. um, that was my Lady Gaga experience.
1: I love her. Yeah. She's the best. So long story short, the catsuit won't zip up. No. And then it comes off its track completely, and then Lauren somehow fixes it. This tension lasts for maybe 15 seconds. Lady Gaga calls Lauren Superwoman. She gives them both hugs, and then she goes out and performs love games. Yes. It's great. Which was funny, because Meredith and I were like,
0: we're like saying all the words, like, what's the song called? What's the song called? And then, um... We both yelled out, love games! At the same
1: time. So then we go back to Chez Ambient and Holly rolls back through the front door and it is the tacky tank top club up in this apartment. Oh God. Heidi is wearing zebra print with a turquoise bra underneath, which is very of the time. I will say Holly is wearing some drapey red thing also with a contrasting bra, I think. But Heidi tells Holly she was worried sick. And she said, "I'm really sorry, you know, for everything that went happened. What happened with Spencer? But you, you should have come to me." Okay, whatever. I'm curious where Holly even went. Uh, me
0: too. Probably upstairs to her own apartment that they used for season two. Back to the
1: other one, Yeah. yeah. And Holly says, "Well, was there any? Was there a ring of truth to what Spencer told me? Do you want me to move out?" And Heidi was actually honest, and she said, it's been hard on my relationship, but you're my sister and my best friend, and I want you to stay as long as you need or want to. Which is really sweet. It seemed real. It did seem real. I wonder if it was. Um, My only message about,
0: thought about this is, and it had nothing to do with what they were talking about, in the, I kept staring at the bookcase, there are a ton of college textbooks. Because you know when you buy them, they
1: have the used sticker on them? Yep. There were a bunch. Yeah. Whose are those? I don't know. Spencer's taking classes, right? I feel like he he graduated a few years
0: late. Okay, so maybe they're his. But there's a ton of used college textbooks in that book. I
1: actually think Spencer was taking classes here and there because he got his degree not long after the Hills ended. Okay, or, or well then they're probably his. They could be Holly's too. Oh, yeah, true. Good, Should we check on Holly's education? We'll do it. Why not? So, then in our final scene, which is quite long. At the castle. At the castle. Audrina comes over to talk to Lauren. And I almost told you, you should take Audrina's notes and I should take Lauren's. And we could have reenacted it. Oh, we
0: should have. Oh,
1: would have been brutal. I would have needed a cocktail. I feel like I need a cocktail now to talk about it, but I'm not going to. I've had
0: more than half a bottle of champagne. No,
1: no, my body's so angry. So, I don't. How do we want to do this?
0: (laughs) Well, I only have a couple notes on it.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Um, so, my notes are that Lauren is not taking responsibility at all. She's really throwing it all to Adrina. Um, I was a little shocked that they mentioned Adrena's sister being out in town, who I love, and we didn't get to see her. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and then my other issue with this was that... And this is where I got really pissed off. So, Lauren... They're having this back and forth about, like, no, I've reached out to you. No, I've reached out to you. And Lauren keeps saying, like, no, Audrina. You have a bad attitude. Why didn't you say anything to me? And Audrina keeps saying, like, "Like, I felt like I couldn't reach out to you. Lauren says, but I have, I have, I have. And Audrina says, but we don't have the same interests. And Lauren says something I thought was real fucking cunty was, well, but I go to those shows with you that I don't like, and I awkwardly bob my head at the weird music. And I, are the, at the weird shows, and I wrote in all caps on my notes, basic bitch. Because
1: it's true. It is. So this is where, I was actually a little bit team Lauren in this scene, which is, what? Just hear me out. All right. Because I've actually been team Audrina on this whole thing. I really have. But when Lauren, Audrina says, when was the last time you reached out to me? And Lauren dropped two solid examples in her face. And Audrina did say, so Lauren says, last week, I invited you out to Teddy's. We went with a big group of people and I texted you and said, come to Teddy's. I'd love to see you. And Audrina said, well, that was the night my sister was here and we had concert tickets, which is totally fair. And then Lauren said, and last week I had a bunch of people over for dinner and I came back here and invited you. And Audrina, to be fair, I think Audrina makes a point. They don't have similar interests and they do different things. They don't. But Audrina says, Lauren says, I know, but I've tried and I've invited you to things and you haven't invited me to anything. And Audrina says, well, you don't do things I do. And she does make that shady comment about the music, which was rude and very Lauren. But Lauren says, but I do that for you. And I would do it to spend time with you. All right, fair enough. So, you know, they, I think they're both in the wrong. But what Lauren, but what wasn't
0: dropped in this, with this conversation, is that when Lauren is inviting Audrina to do things... And hang out for dinner and Lo is there and Lo throws major shade at Audrina. Right. So I don't, I understand Audrina saying no. I do too. Why would I want to go do your things if Lo's going to fucking give me side eye and be a dick the whole time?
1: I agree with that too. But I also think Lauren had a point that if Audrina doesn't want Lo there, she should just invite Lauren to something. You know, be like, I have a dinner reservation, you should come.
0: Yeah, but what I would want to invite Lauren to something if she's going to say it's a weird show and, like, obviously doesn't like what I do. Yeah. Like, if you want to go do something, it... it- sap some of your enjoyment if you know the person next to you is miserable. Right. Which Lauren obviously is because she's admitted that. Right. So I'm I get
1: it. They're both they're both in the wrong I think. Yeah. I think Lauren's tendency was to just keep inviting Audrina to things she didn't want to go to and Audrina was offended by that and Audrina's MO was to just shut down and kind of pretend nothing was happening. Fair enough. Um but I think they end in a good place. And, you know, Lauren says, if you're really okay with the past being the past, that's all I want. And I want us to go back to being friends. And Andrina said, me too. And they hug and they say they're sorry. Um, And we did get the single black tear. I did have a
0: problem with that Lauren said, I want my best friend back. And I put bullshit. Yeah. She was never your best friend. No. For those of you who are going to watch this episode after, the black tear occurs at 18 minutes and 34 seconds. If you're watching the commercial free version. Yeah. So you know where the black tear is. And It is gross. It is gross. Wipe your face. And um, I want someone out there to write some lesbian fan fiction about this.
1: I know. Oh, like, my right? God.
0: Like, they finish the conversation, then start scissoring the fuck out of each other on oh the floor. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that's graphic.
1: But the black tear is really gross because... Like, just black tears smeared all okay. over okay. Okay. Audrina's vaginal. <laughs> oh, my God. Vaginal area. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you derailed. The black tear is just so dark and it runs down her face and she doesn't wipe it at all. And then no. it collects on her chin yep. for the rest of the conversation. Yep.
0: I think for Halloween, I'm just going to be the black tear. Yeah. I'm just going to paint it on. It's so Like good. nothing else, but I'll just be the black tear for Halloween.
1: I mean, I could braid my bangs and do a black tear and people would probably get it. Totally. Yeah. But that's where we end. And they end on a positive note. And I'm happy about that, but I think the funny thing from here on out will be that we will pretend this never happened, I'm pretty sure. Oh, for sure. I Everything think they go back to being best friends next yeah, week, totally. and we will find out shortly. It'll be fine.
0: Um, so season for the next, we have um, Justin, Bobby, and Audrina. We're going to get a little bit of drum-drum with that, I think. <laughs> we get a little bit of Lauren and Holly reuniting. Yeah. Um, wish we are going to do a little drum for that, too. Um, and then Stephanie apparently joins the lesbian prison gang. Because if her hair is in any indication, <laughs> that's what's happening with her.
1: Yeah. I really wanted to screen grab it for this episode, but I won't. Oh, I won't. next
0: episode. Yeah. I will wait Because for she's it. definitely, like, joined. Like, I, she's going to get a black tear tattooed on her eye. Like, she's joined, like, a Latina prison guy. <laughs> um, okay, you guys. We'll see you next week, which is just as good as this one. Because I'll still be drunk. Because it's going to be the same day. <laughs> Have a good one. And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at FranklyMareB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at Franklymare at gmail.com.
1: You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mary B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review. And please subscribe. Until next time.